Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting live around the world, this is The Ryan Lindsay Show. Phone lines are open to speak with Ryan or any of his guests at 319-527-6702 or email Ryan. The email address is ryan at ryanlindsayshow.com. Now, here's Ryan Lindsay. On a Wednesday edition of the Ryan Lindsay Show, broadcasting live from the Northwoods of Wisconsin, I am glad that you're joining us tonight. We've got a good one. Corinne Grillo is my guest. We're going to talk about angels. And, of course, you can join in if you've got an angel story. Feel free to give us a call at 319-527-6702. Or you can email me, of course, ryan at ryanlindsayshow.com. Uh, coming up the rest of the week on Friday, we'll be talking with Stacy Dicker about psychstrology, the combination of psychology and astrology. And then uh, Monday, the 7th, Marla Goldberg, a lot of spiritual topics with, uh, with Marla. And then Reagan Forston on Wednesday the 9th, Past Life Regression. So a lot of good shows on the way for you. Uh, be sure you listen. Be sure you take a look at ryanlindsayshow.com for information on guests past, present, and future. And need to uh, introduce my co-host and friend, Tamara Gleason, the Nashville mystic. Tamara, how are you? <laughs> I've been pretty mystical this week. I am tired tonight. I don't know about you. I think that. Lunar eclipse just like amped us up, and now I'm just kind of, ooh, kind of coming down from it a little bit. But uh, I yeah, wasn't it was aware another of another lovely day. Oh, well, get on board. You should you should pay attention <laughs> to what's going on. <laughs> There's guess, so I, much I going should. on in the sky, and as you know, Ryan, I am not an astrologer, but all my friends are, and uh, so I don't have to be. But I'm just plugged into the frequencies. We, we've talked about this many, many times before of how, you know, different cycles and, and rhythms really affect us. And uh, yeah, so a little sleepy, but excited about tonight's show. Oh yeah. Angels. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Do you have any yeah, angel experiences felt- yourself or angel stories? Ryan, come on. Come on. Of course. Well, I, I know. That's, that's, that's how I'm I getting you to, to tell a story. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, so many. One of my favorite ones, you know, this is when I was a young girl, probably only like 17. I was visited by my grandmother very, very clearly and my dead cat all in the same night. It was kind of like the ghost of Christmas past kind of thing. But 
Yeah, I literally saw her at the foot of my bed glowing. I felt my cat purring in bed with me. And she mm-hmm. said, everything's going to be okay. And I thought Aww. I was dreaming it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she was right. And she was right. But that's one of my, my favorite ones. So that was the, a true, you know, I've seen spirits my whole life. But to me, that was the first angel, you know, that I saw that sure. I knew was an angel. But as far, but I, I have also seen large winged ones. I have seen uh, like seraphim. I, I've, seen, I've seen some stuff. So I'm excited to, to hear what our, our guest has to say tonight. As you know, I've been communicating with him for a long time. So I'm sure more sure. will come out. But you can't put me on the spot there, Ryan. But I'm excited yeah, about our guest stories. Because, <laughs> you know, we all get it through our, our filter, you know. We all receive mm-hmm. the angelic guidance or the higher guidance from our filter. We all have guardian angels. There's so many different choirs of angels, right? Um, so, yeah, there's, you know, we all always call upon the higher realms. You know, we always say the loving, higher frequency angels. That's who we call it. Sure, sure, of course. I don't know if angels talk to me. I don't know. Maybe Corinne will know. We'll have to ask her about that. Yeah. But, uh, Corinne Grillo you know, is the know. author of <laughs> she's the author of the Angel Experiment and founder of the Angel Alchemy Academy, a trained psychotherapist, angel channel healer, and teacher. Corinne has helped thousands of people all over the world go from angel curious to angel powered. Again, she is the author of the Angel Experiment, a 21-day magical adventure to heal your life. Very glad to welcome Corinne Grillo to the show. Corinne, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. Our pleasure. So let's let's hear your story here. You 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 say that a mind blowing miracle from the angels saved your life. Tell tell us your story. Yeah. Okay. So we hear about stories where you know an angel will come and save someone for a car from a car accident, but the kind of saving that they did for me was it was like three decades of a car accident. So. It was like my whole life um, at an early age was really rough. I I came from a a really tricky upbringing and background, and there's a lot of, you know, abuse and alcoholism and things like that. And so by the age of 18, I was really struggling. And those were that, that, I think when when I was around 18, that's when I started having my first wishes to want to die. Um, and by the age, I was just so tired. I was tired of life, tired of living. There was so much hardship and death and, like, just so many horrible things that happened that I was ready to check out. And um, so I struggled uh, for most of my adult life with pretty severe depression. And like so many people, you know, I white-knuckled through life, pretending like everything was okay. And actually, most of my loved ones that were closest to me didn't even know how much I was actually struggling because I didn't like to burden people with my my thoughts and feelings. Um, so yeah, it was so it was that kind of that kind of wreck that they saved me from, um, and it was really uh, uh, you know maybe about I'm trying to like do the math here. I would say about uh, 13 years ago or so that um that the angels kind of made a hard a hard entry a fast entry into my life i 
I had an angel healing done. A person bought me an angel reading for my birthday. They didn't know how much I was struggling at the time. And, uh, and I felt a change after that. It was a healing, too, so I could feel, a, a, you know, lightness and some interesting feelings during the session. Um, and she told me to just, you know, after the session, she just said, you know, you got a lot of angels. All you have to do is talk to them as if they're real. And so that's what I did, and it was really within a few days. I mean, all of these wild synchronicities started happening, like mm-hmm. right away, the synchronicities, the angel synchronicities, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the angels. I'm driving down the freeway in L.A., and I go, hey, angels, are you real? And, you know, a car, a truck, I remember a laundry truck driving right by me with big angel wings called Angels Laundry Service <laughs> um, right after that. Love so. That. I know. So it was, little, it was things like that, but that that wasn't, you know, there's still room for doubt. Like maybe I'm just making it up. It's all a coincidence. And it was really uh, after three days of, of talking to angels, and again, I was feeling lighter. I was already feeling brighter, more hopeful. So things were already changing. But um, but then this, this crazy thing happened. I, I was driving to a client's house. I used to work for County Mental Health and help rescue gangbangers off the street and try and keep them in their homes and stuff like that. And I was driving through, you know, one of the ghettos down there and a bird from, a bird landed, just dropped, essentially dropped right down from the sky and landed smack dab in front of my car. And, and I stopped the car, obviously, and it was so, it was such a weird feeling to have a bird just kind of drop down on the ground, especially because I was mm-hmm. like, you know, having fun with the angels and stuff like that. Um, so, so I drove around the car and I saw the, gar- the bird trying to pick itself up with the wing, with its, with its wing, and I could see the other wing was super mangled, just kind of twisted. And I had all of this uh, compassion for the bird, but I didn't know what to do with the bird. And like I said, I was on my way to a client's house, so I didn't want to get out of the car and help it. And I, what would I even do for it? Like, who knows what to do with a bird with the mangled wing? Um, <laughs> so I instead asked the angels to take it out of its suffering. And, and so I remember praying. It may have been maybe the first time that I had, you know, asked, you know, for something, you know, asked for a prayer for any other being. Because um, I was not a religious person before any of this happened. And uh, um, as I was driving around it, I noticed through the rearview mirror, because um, I drove around it slowly praying for it and asking the angels to take it out of its suffering. So I looked in the rearview mirror as I was doing it, as I was driving forward, and I saw the bird kind of shimmy, do little shimmies on the ground. It kind of started moving in a weird way. So I stopped the car. I kept watching. And as I was watching, I saw a tiny bird. The original bird was about pigeon size. As I was watching, a tiny bird jumped up from the body of that bird, flew away. Then a second bird jumped up from the body of that bird and flew away. And then a third one jumped up from the body of that bird and flew away. And I, uh, of course, I was just watching, just going, okay, am I seeing what I'm seeing? And as I looked, after the third bird flew away, there was nothing left on the ground. So I got out of the car, and I didn't care that it was a dangerous neighborhood at that stage. I'm like, look, i got to check this out. And there was yeah. nothing there. And 
I'm telling you, I had static, like the static around me was incredible. It's a hard feeling to describe, but it's just like electrical pulses of, of something, of love. It's like my, I could feel my hair like standing, wanting to stand up. Um, and the feeling that came with it was so incredible. It was um, just beyond love. It was, it was a kind of love that I had never really experienced before. Wow. Wow. And that was the first miracle. That was the first miracle. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think these, these little birds that came from the bigger bird were, were it's, it's soul or, or what, what's, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know what to make of it. I've never heard of anything like that. Um, All I can say is what I knew afterwards, because it wasn't just, about the bird dividing into three, it was the impact, the change that had happened in inside of me almost instantaneously and that it sustained with me. So it was a change in my heart, a change in my mind. Before when I would wake up, my first thought in prayer was hoping that that day would be my last. And then after that, it was there was a different voice inside of me that was, um, hopeful and inspired and wanting to get out of bed. Um, so it took me a while to really understand the symbol of that because, again, it was a physical experience. And um, I wasn't just like reading an oracle card or, you know, I didn't know what the deeper right. meaning would be. But all I just know is like, that is the weirdest crap I've ever seen in my life. And I'm <laughs> I can't tell anybody because, you know, I probably shouldn't tell anybody because they're going to think I'm crazy. And again, I'm a psychotherapist. So I know if you talk about things like that, people might have you committed or like at least mm-hmm. a 72 hour hold. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, but you know, as I reflected and you know what, this didn't, I didn't even write about this in the book. So if you're going to really ask about what that really was, um, I don't know. There's a lot of symbology about the meaning of three. I, you know, who, who knows mm-hmm. what that is. But I can tell you what was interesting is that that wing was mangled. And I remember when I was in the healing room with this angel healer, I was laying on the table. She touched my shoulder and she said, do you have a bad shoulder? And I said, oh, my gosh, yes, it's horrible. It's been like this forever. And she said, oh, that's, that you, you're carrying a lot of rage in there from when your wing was clipped. Oh, my. And I know. And then I thought, you know, I I, I think everything with a grain of salt, I'm pretty skeptical. So I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. You know, I just kind of brushed it off. But, like, cool, that's a cool thing to say. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but then, it's just, you know, later in life, or, you know, it took me a while to figure out that maybe there's the connection between the mangled wing and uh, from the bird and then what she said um, about my own shoulder. And so that sick, mangled bird transformed into three healthy birds. And to me, that could mean a, a new heart, a new mind, a new spirit. Mm-hmm. Sure, theory, sure it could. I mean, yeah, body, mind, and spirit, the Trinity, whatever. Like you said, the yeah. sacred number of three, you know, very nice. Yeah. Or whatever you can, whatever you can make of it, whatever works, really. So, yeah, it, it seems for you then, the the symbology is is literally wings and angels. <laughs> you literally see. Yeah. What about for for the rest of us who who 
may not see angels and wings all over, what 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 sort of symbology should, should we be looking at? Well, I think every person is unique. And so, you know, the reason why I wrote the book is because there is a way to really open your life up to these kinds of energies if you if you're like I was. So I feel like fundamentally my biggest problem before that before that day was that my energy body was crusted over with trauma and emotion and all from just from my early childhood. So I was really cut off from spirit and essentially cut off from love. And so I think what really jarred the energy, what really shook things up was that first energy healing that I had that opened up the pipeline again for me to get reconnected to source, um, at, which is our birthright and, And, you know, I was not living right. I was not – the book really comes from a place of knowing, like, if that could happen to me and I could have this kind of transformation, anybody can have this kind of transformation. Because when it happened at the time, I'll just kind of give you a little personal self-disclosure about what I was doing, even though I've always been a helper type and, you know, trying to help people. I was, like, drinking about a fifth of tequila every couple of days. I was taking a bunch of Adderall. I was on antidepressants. Like, I was not living right. I was not a pious person. I'm still not a pious person, Um, meaning, like, I don't, you know, I'm not religious or anything like that. Um, So I think think most of us get separated from from the light for a lot of different reasons. And so everybody's symbology is fairly different. But contact with, with love and light can be very visceral, can be very real. And that's what I didn't know. I thought that religion had to be about faith. And for me, it's not about faith. It's about it's a science and an art to bring these beautiful beings into your life to help you achieve some kind of like radical transformation in whatever way that you need it. Sure. Again, whatever works. <laughs> We're talking right? with uh, Corinne. Corinne Grillo, the author of The Angel Experiment, uh, 21-Day Magical Adventure to Heal Your Life. You know, Corinne, as you tell your story, it, it, it sounds a lot like, uh, like mine, actually. I was, I was a police officer for 15 years. And, uh, wow. Um, yeah, and probably dealt with depression before I retired, but it really, really reached its head after I retired. And... Um, ended up getting addicted to Ambien, of all things. Um, just mm. wanted to sleep my day away. Yeah, and uh, Tamara yeah. knows this. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, she, she, Tamara's mm-hmm. a dear friend. Of, I, was, I was terrible to her during this time. It just, it, it, I was a whole other person yeah. during that time. Yeah, and, uh, I understand. Yeah, and... Um, ended up on antidepressants, which finally found one that was life-changing. But the thing is, it's wow. not working as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, I worry right. about that. And so I wonder if, if, mm. if something like your book, you know, if, if, if this will help me, if this is the thing I can look at to, you know, to look to the angels and, and get inspired uh, again, to, uh, you know, to, to live my life the way I want to. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I mean, I feel that angels come into your life 
um, for a reason. So, you know, that, that woman who bought me an angel healing, she, like I said, she didn't know. She didn't know what, what was happening for me. And so I feel like when the book comes, finds people, it's for a reason. You know, when, when people are, you know, are, are, are looking for something, um, angels can really help. Now, I can't say any method helps everyone 100% of the time, but over the years in doing this work, you know, I now teach, you know, tens of thousands of people now at this stage internationally how to create a real direct and powerful contact um, with, with these angels. And, and to be honest, for hundreds of years, people have worked with angels. They, I, I think they've worked with angel magic, which I wasn't aware of in the past. But angels are here for a reason, and they're to help. I feel like they're medicine for us to help, to help us. So, the book, you know, at the very least, the book shows you really, um, it gives you a really powerful practice, like a daily practice for you to just, like, open your heart and mind and to start beginning to re-experience life in a different way. But, I mean, I would, if, if you happen to have me on the show and, and you're curious and you feel like, hey, this could be worth a shot, then I'm just saying, like, heck yes, do it. I mean, you, there's, there's no lot <laughs> in trying. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm like well, I said, how, I've worked with a lot of people over the years. A lot of people have said that their physical ailments have disappeared from working, working with this stuff um, and doing it the way that I, I ask you to do it. Uh, we've had addictions fall away. We have had... Um, depression go away. Like, I am not the only person that this has worked for, is what I'm saying. Like I said, thousands of people have been doing this, and I get reports, I mean, yesterday, just yesterday, I mean, I seriously get emails that are so freaking mind-blowing, and I can't even believe it. This is my life now, because I just, like, not too long ago, wanted to die every day. Yeah. I think yeah, I know the that's feeling. the... Yeah. Well, and, you know, working with so many sensitive people, and I've worked with, <laughs> you can imagine, I, I've worked with a lot of psychologists, psychiatrists that kind of come to me like, is it okay that I'm having these experiences? And I think a healer is a healer is a healer. A protector is a protector is a protector. Sensitive souls uh-huh. that are here to help humanity in any way. I think the angels will start, you know, because it's, that's all logical, right? That's all stuff you've been trained in, you know, with, with knowledge, but there's something beyond that, that helpers and healers work with. And I just, you know, Ryan, you were talking as she was telling that story, it really reminded me of something that happened many years ago that my sister and I, many years ago, when Ryan was still on the radio, what was it, 18 years ago, maybe, um, he had had on a, a, on a guest because we were going to have an angel retreat. And we went and checked out the hotel venue. And as we were leaving, the three of us all received the angel's, you know, energy in a different way. I saw it. It looked like a white dove, like flying through the entryway. My sister knew a bird flew through, and Ryan heard a bird flew through, like the flapping of a wing. (laughs) I heard the and flapping, yeah. it was just like that. It was over. And so there's that three, you know, the three of us, you know, we're two or more gathered, but all three of us experienced something, but through a different lens. You know, they might not have seen it, but I saw it. You know, 
One yeah. knew it and one heard it. So just those gifts of intuition of where, how we pick that up, I find it a wonderful explanation of it just, you just kind of, when you ask and you're open to receive, you're going to receive it in whatever way is going to mean something to you. They, you will see it. Exactly. So, you know, exactly. Just be open to receive and I, it. That's when we kind of humble exactly. ourselves a little bit. Exactly. That's such a great point. Yeah. And I talk actually a lot about that in the book as well, because it's for, it's for people who, you know, may, maybe are even skeptical, but they're willing to try anything. You know, it's like, hey, I'll try it. Right. <laughs> I've got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I walk, I, in, even in the book, I talk about the different ways that angels do talk to us. And the different ways that you can receive messages, because not all, not everybody's going to get a bird divide itself into three. But I'll tell you, that's how bad I was. <laughs> you know, that's how bad I was. Right, I was that right. dense. I, I was that clueless, that dense, that I required something like that <laughs> to get my attention. You know. Um, yeah. Right. But. It, it, but, you know, we just had, I just did, you know, before COVID, uh, it was a three-day angel healing workshop. And on the last night, we, we gathered around the fire and we had well, one of the guys that was working there take a picture of the group. This is after we had done our channeling and healing and all this stuff. And he took a picture. He took a second picture. And he keeps looking at the camera, looking at us, looking at the camera, looking at us. And he's like, I don't know what's going on with this picture. Because it, it, it looks like there's like two I don't know what this is. And in the picture, there you could see the fire and us behind the fire. But then behind us is, it looks like, a, I'm not kidding, a choir of angels standing behind us, like small angels oh, covering awesome. above our heads. And, I mean, I have the picture. I should have sent it to you guys. But it was like, angels, they're so, they're so good and so powerful, right? But even the guy was like, he's rubbing his eyes trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> And he didn't know that we were doing an angel workshop. (laughs) I love it when we show up in films. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, guys. So, so obviously, then angels can talk to us in different ways, and and the symbolism, like I said, is is different for everyone. How do we talk to the angels? Yeah, you can. There's a lot of different ways to talk to angels. There's you can you can think. Okay, the best way to think about them for for our purposes today is to just know that they're right there, right here, right now. So you talk to them like they're a friend, just standing right in the room, and you say, "Hey, I need your help. Can you help me uh, with whatever it is, or show me that you're real, or help me feel you?" And that's actually one of my favorite things is. Uh, that I didn't know was possible. It's just you can actually feel the presence of angels. You can say, hey, can you touch me? And, um, and, and you just, you know, you learn how to, like, simmer down, settle your mind, and you wait. Um, so sometimes angels will touch you in a variety of different ways. They'll hold your hand. That was the first time that I encountered, uh, the first time I had an angel touch me, it was, it was actually when I was on my way to the angel healing. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I'm like, my hand is buzzing. This is so weird. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, there's, they, they, there's a lot of different ways that they can, they can come to you. That's, that's great. I love that. You know, we set the intention, you know, to talk to the angels, and then we get surprised when they show up. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's just but being it's human, you know, I've had so many yeah. cases like that. And I put it on my business card, too, where I'm like, can you believe that? I'm like, of course you should by now. But it, it's just 
they can just show up in such miraculous ways. Don't you agree that sometimes it takes yeah. for, for the individual? I'm a doubting Thomas is what I always say. I need a bigger and bigger. And they usually go, okay, okay, here you go. What do you need now? You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They know you you personally. They know you personally. They know your doubts. So, you know, I just think, Ryan, you know, you're, you're talking to the angel lady. You know, sometimes you can't receive it from a friend for 30 years. So absolutely, you know, read this book and work with this woman, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so, so I mean, because people people think I think that you know it's got to be this big old thing, but really you can just be very personable and ask. Uh, also, so that's one way to talk to them. Um, in the book, I I talk about that, but then I give you a way to talk to them even more powerfully. Uh, and that's through invocation and a daily practice, a daily ritual. And in the book, I give daily, um, um, they're like meditations, but they're more like angel healing meditations. And it also comes with free audio. So for if you don't like to read the meditation and do it yourself, I'll guide you through the meditation. And people have ra- uh, pretty radical results with that. And really the process of the book is to help you detox from negative emotions and energy so that you can, can come back into love. Um, but so it does a few things. It teaches you a powerful way how to, how to, how to contact them. So not just your personal angels, but that's so you can call on bigger, you know, get more of the angelic attention, if you will, make yourself a little more sexy, not in the sexual way, but a little more attractive. Um, and they, <laughs> you know, because, <laughs> Not, not in a sexual way, but, but you we know have what the I same mean. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, but it's really fun. And again, I, I wasn't looking for this experience, or it's not anything that I thought I'd ever be doing. But it's been really magical. And I, you know, I, I just had someone do. Was it day one or day two? After day one, they they uh, put a put a message on my Facebook group um, that's called the Seven Day Miracle Challenge they put a message on there going, I just finished day one. And, and I'm my, my body's like hot and it's full of, uh, I forget. It's full of, you know, she was like, she felt tingles. I feel tingly all over and I feel so warm and comforted. And I'm like, yeah, angels. I mean, it's angels. So, um, <laughs> they're there for all of us. Now, right. is it fair to Absolutely. say some people would call the angels, their spirit guides or, or some other term for it? Is it all the same thing? Um, not from my perspective. Some other people might have a different perspective, but I know, like when I talk to to some spirit guides, they their energy feels more. What do I want to say? Human like, or like it's like talking to a person. And then when an angel comes into the room, or when I call on angels, it's way more. It's effervescent, I guess is a word. It's the energy is different. And I don't think one is better than the other. I just feel like they have a different energetic pattern. And I didn't know anything about this stuff before, but it's just over the years of, of doing this work and being guided to pursue my mission and, and to develop my own um, spiritual gifts. And, and, you know, because my spiritual gifts are opening right away. And I was like, okay, what's going on? I'm hearing another voice in my head, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, they're, they're, they're a little different. So like when you talk to, cause sometimes when I, you know, back in the day when I was doing a lot of one-on-one angel sessions, 
sometimes they would bring over a crossed over loved one if, if there was some unfinished business. And the energy changes when there's a crossed over person versus an angel. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. Very true. This is all fascinating yeah, okay. to me. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> I'm talking with uh, Corinne Grillo about her book, The Angel Experiment, a 21-day magical adventure to heal your life. Uh, take a look at her website as well, CorinneGrillo.com. And if you'd like to join us in the conversation, feel free to give a call, 319-527-6702, if you have an angel story or an angel question. And let's uh, let's go to the phones right now, in fact, and... I'll click the button there, right? And area code seven seven three. Hi, you're on the Ryan Lindsay Show with Corinne Grillo. Do you have a question? Oh, and they dropped all of a sudden. I'm sorry. I might have. That might have been me. <laughs> but uh, that opens up. That opens up phone lines. So <laughs> maybe that was an angel. <laughs> oh, I don't Ryan. know. <laughs> but well, Ryan, uh, Ryan, I wanted to tell. Ryan, real quick, I, I wanted to tell you, um, I feel like it's Archangel Raphael that is coming. He's showing me, essentially, there's like, as far as your energy body goes, the opening in your, and like in your energy body, I mean, there's just like, it looks like it's sprayed or kind of open. And so Archangel Raphael, and so um, I don't know if you've been having stomach problems or if you have like, uh, you know, if just in general you feel depleted or anything like that. But Archangel Raphael wants to help you, essentially help you feel a little stronger in that part of your body and um, just, you know, help you stand up a little bit more is the feeling that I get. So I just want you to know, like, if you're going to talk to any Archangels, talk to Archangel Raphael to help you heal your, heal your body and your energy body right in that area. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Thank you very much. How do we know which angels or archangels are talking to us or or we are talking to or we should talk to yeah yeah i know yeah that's just practice but um i have a, a again in the book i give a super simple description of what the archangels because this particular book really calls on archangels and um and there's other kinds of angels we could have done but it was the archangels that wanted to write this this do this program and do this book and so uh different Archangels have different roles in a way. They do. They work with different energies. Um, so in the beginning, I think that it, when it comes to angel healing, it's one part, you know, faith and one part discipline, just the practice of doing it all the time daily, and then another part intuition, learning how to open up and hear or feel or sense um, what's happening and really just trusting because in the beginning it's just, it can be very subtle. Right. Okay. You you have to know how to how to hear it and how to how to sense it, I suppose. And you get better at that through practice. Yeah, just like anything. I mean the thing is is that we are born this way. We are born to sense energy. I mean this is why kids know like kids get creeped out if they have to hug certain people, like, you know, because they're like, ew, and then the parents, like, make them hug them. But, like, it, you know, they sense the energy of this person. They're like, why am I not hug, you know, Aunt so-and-so? She's, she's just creepy. I don't know what's going on with her. But, you know, she can feel it. Like, you know, they can feel it. Um, so we're born with the intuition. You know, we're born with, with that inner knowing. But we our, our intuition gets hijacked by um, a culture that really values just logic 
over logic and intuition, which they should be used together. Mm-hmm. You brought up uh, invocation uh, a little bit ago. What's the difference between invocation and, and prayer or meditation? Yeah, so prayer is like when you really think about when people pray, the energy behind it often is one of, uh, in a sense, desperation. Um, and there's also this feeling that it's like this, oh, please, someone out there help me. Like it's a very, in a way, disempowered thing sometimes. Now, I do both. I pray all the time too. But an invocation is a magical act. It's like you're knocking on the door um, of the universe and inviting these higher potencies not just into your life, but to help you shift the consciousness inside of you. So an invocation is awakening that powerful energy, that powerful, juicy, yummy center of who you are. It also awakens you. You're not just simply saying, hey, help me with this. You're going, hey, I am part of the magical equation. So an invocation helps um, assert you as part of your own healing team and you become part of the part of the magic that is flowing. So that's the difference. Now, prayer and praying to angels still works, but invocation, like I said, is a way more powerful approach. It's been used for ages to help, uh, help us align with the divine. That's beautifully stated, yeah. Great, great. Yeah, absolutely. You, you talk about in the book about uh, setting up a sacred place in, in the home. What, uh, what do you mean by that? Um, yeah, it, a sacred place, meaning a, a little small place inside the house that reminds you of spirit. That So, um, you know, a little, like a little altar or a little something. It, it could be super simple, like maybe a little candle or some flowers or a picture. Uh, some people have really elaborate, create beautiful spaces with, with different um, figurines or power objects that they know. But... Uh, so many of us have externalized the church in a way to where it's not, it, you know, we've, we've created buildings and structures and, and said, you know, God lives in this church over here, over there, down the street. And, um, and we've kind of like forgotten that, that God's alive in nature and everywhere. And so bringing a little sacred place into your house is like having a little a little door or a window for you to directly, um, or a little portal for you to communicate with spirit. Okay. Back, uh, like Tamara said, 18, 20 years ago when I was doing my regular radio show at, at the radio station, I used to have literally a, a woman who called herself the angel lady. And people would mm-hmm. call in and and ask who who are my angels and she'd say well it's and it was literally bill harry and <laughs> and and angel bob <laughs> so funny and yeah and i i i didn't know if, if you know if if she was legit or not but uh, it was fun but people would call yeah. up and say this is this is evil you talking to angels is yeah. is evil what what, yeah. what should i have said to them what do you think about that yeah, I mean, often there's nothing you can say to, pe- to people like that um, yeah. because they, you know, unless unless they're really curious when they're saying, is this evil? Um, so, yeah, I, I just feel like, you know, I get, I get, there's plenty of people who send me those emails and, you know, 
I mean, I've had some really incredible, incredible comments and emails or, or things said to me like, you know, I'm a Jezebel that dances with the devil. That was one of my favorite mm-hmm. ones, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. Colorful. Colorful. Um, uh, <laughs> I know. Well, so, amazing. I, you know, so, yeah. So it's not, I mean, here, evil is in the eye of the beholder. And, you know, people are programmed to believe just about anything that's not Jesus only Jesus is is evil, um, and it's actually through the angels that I have gotten my first encounter with Jesus, so uh, I guess that could be evil, to, you know, it, it, it's just really up to the eye of the beholder, and, and for me, I, I've learned over the years, I, I'm not here to change anyone's mind about whether it's evil or not, I'm here to speak to the people who need the angels, and that's it. I'm not here to convince anyone, wow. I'm not trying wow. to anything, I'm you know, I'm not here to, to do it. So I just say saying nothing to them. You, you don't, there's no reason to ever have to defend what, what you do when you're, when you're just, you know, you're doing your best. We're all doing our best. Right. Absolutely. What, what I yeah. usually tell people, um, it, well, you know, working um, in, in, in the deep South and, you know, with so many different Christian belief systems, I would just say, have you read your Bible lately? talked about in there quite a bit you know <laughs> Raphael you know it's like come on now people you think that just ended when it was like know. you know at the end of the bible the end you know but angels can't come to to all of us so yeah that's that's usually a quick send off thinking <laughs> yeah I mean I definitely I definitely have a lot of things I can say to people like that you know um, like that because it's all over and I just, you know, need to remind everyone that all of the, all of the greatest spiritual teachers, if you look at Muhammad, Buddha, Jesus, um, yeah, they weren't learning from a, from a Christian preacher. Sorry. They were mystics and they right. had their own, right. they had their own spiritual experiences that born again Christians to today would call Jesus evil for talking to spirit, anything, anything that, you know, Anything that's not right. like the preacher, essentially. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, I, I've had to really unpack a lot of my, because I used to be really open-minded and, like, um, you know, inclusive. And it's so interesting that it's, it's the people who are, are of love that preach love and that are supposed to be preaching love that I've gotten the most hate from. So it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's sad. Yeah. That's yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, it That's yeah. unfortunate. Never yeah. take it personal. Yeah. Well, it's hard. It's hard not to when people say, "I think you should." And I literally had a, a person call me up after a show when when I had an angel lady on and said, "I think you should go to hell." I thought uh, you're telling me that, <laughs> wow. that you're you're religious. <laughs> yeah. and I should. I, that's wrong in so many ways. <laughs> that was just, and that's what I, I told her. Right? That was wrong in so many ways. Right. I, I think part, you know, like I said, I've been questioning. It was a hard, you can imagine, 22 years ago coming out as a as a mystic, as a psychic medium um, that talked to angels, right? It, it, it's mm-hmm. one of those things because I've seen them all my life, you know. My angels kept saying, yeah. there will be a time where that this is more acceptable. And I'd be like, okay, if you say so. <laughs> And I had every kind of church, you know, I converted to Catholicism, right? I was United Church of Christ, but it wasn't about that. I, I was always just a researcher because I, 
continue to ask the questions from all the different realms. Just, I love stories. And when you do the research, they've always been here. They always will be here, yeah. right? So yeah. it, it's one of those things that I believe that we're just, we fall asleep to awaken again. And I think now more than ever, people are calling upon their angels, calling upon, upon the higher realms. That's what something like this, you know, foxholes and prisons and pandemic, you know, it puts us in this receptive place to go, hey, now it's a good time to call on them. <laughs> you want to meet them, you know, be, be open to receive them. And that's why I think it's wonderful that they got a hold of you to to write this wonderful book. Tell us about your book. Yeah, I mean, the book was really a um, – it actually started as a um, course that I released um, internationally, and it, it, it came out of the blue. I was supposed to be doing something else, and um, the angels were like, hey, we want to create a holiday. We're, we're doing an angel holiday. So originally – it, it's a 21. It's a 21 days of angelness, which is actually happening now. So they had me do 21 days of prayer and invocation with the angels, with a broad community, and everybody was doing it at the same time. And each day I channeled um, this new, uh, whichever angel came forward, and and um, and the way that they framed it was: we have 21 gifts that we want to give to humanity. And we would like for you to, to to channel this for us. And I'm like, okay. I'll, and I told my business coach at the time, I'm like, okay, I know we're working on this one thing, but I got to drop it and do this other thing. <laughs> and she was like, what? You know, so. she was like, the angel said. I know. So. She was like, what? <laughs> Right. She, she was like, why are we going to do that? I mean, that's not going to work. And that sounds weird. And like, no one's going to get it. And I was like, I, it doesn't matter. This seems like a lot of fun if I want to do it. So, um, and what's great is that it, it would go from December 1st to the 21st, which is the solstice. So it's this beautiful bridge in between Thanksgiving holiday into, into Christmas. Um, so this is actually my favorite time of year because uh, right now, actually, my community is, is they're, they're all reading the book and doing angelness together. And, it's, uh, and it, you know, I offer, I offer it to our, our bigger community every year. So, um, but yeah, it started out as just, hey, hey, Corinne, you want to do this? And I'm like, heck yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> Let's do it. So how do we know which particular angels to call upon? for our different ailments or things we need help help with. If I'm dealing with depression or something, how do I just call upon the angels in general and they'll take care of it for me? Or do, do I have to know that I, I, I need to yeah. specifically call Raphael or Michael or, or somebody? Yeah. Okay. So what I recommend is get, get to know some of the archangels, like get to know what they're about. That's again, again, in, inside the book, I have like a little short, you know, thing on, on some of the major archangels, but um, because depression has a variety of different reasons, you know, sometimes it's just organic in your, it's just a misfire in your brain. Sometimes it's from trauma. Um, and so I would call on a few different ones. So Archangel Raphael is known as kind of like the doctor, you know, the big doctor Mm -hmm. of the sky. And so he can come and help. But I would also uh, invite Archangel Michael to come and clear out low energy, low frequency energy. So Archangel Michael is known as like the the warrior god, essentially, and he battles Mm -hmm. evil. And so if you have fear-based, you know, fear-based energy in your system, 
um, you can call on him. Like if you have a bad mood or low energy, you can call on him to just lift up your vibration and take out any gunk that's, um, that's bothering you. So those two, actually, those two, if you call on Archangel Raphael and Michael and those two together, they can handle just about any situation, if you ask me, including getting pulled over by a cop. Okay. Oh, wow. Absolutely. <laughs> they make quite the team. Just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to tell you this story because you're you're you know a retired police officer. I was I was um I'm so embarrassed to say this out loud. I was on my I was on my phone. It was not hands free, and I was in the fast Uh-oh. lane, and it was like a five lane five lane highway in Oakland, and I was I. I the the cop the the cop car like came out behind me and or on the side he saw so he started pulling me over and I was like oh, no now's not a great time and so I asked Archangel Michael I kept praying that every lane that the that the policeman was um, uh, pulling me over I was like please Archangel Michael <laughs> help me you know <laughs> and because there's nothing too big or small that the angels won't help you with and so he finally pulled me over to the shoulder. And I'm feeling, like, humiliated because I know I was on the phone. It's like, oh, God, I'm so dumb for doing that in the first place. And so over the loudspeaker, <laughs> this is exactly what he says. Over the loudspeaker, he says, never mind, and then he takes off. No, what? I think he was <laughs> he said, your angel. Yeah. I think he was your protective angel. He said, never mind. Slow down. <laughs> Yeah, so he, like, yep. took off really fast, so I think he just got called to another call or another situation. But anyway, Archangel Michael is great for, like I said, Archangel Raphael and Michael, they can help you with, together with any kind of health issue, wow, whether it's I mental guess, health yeah, or physical you got, health. You got lucky there. But, yeah, yeah, they make, I know, uh, they right? must make quite the team. <laughs> Corinne, what will we find on your website? Um, on the website, you'll find access to the book. You'll find one of my communities. Um, it's called the Inner Sanctum. And in the Inner Sanctum, for people who really love a, uh, uh, to stay connected with the angels and know that they don't, like, they're not going to do it on their own after 21 days, people join um, the Inner Sanctum because I release new, uh, fresh audios. Like, I channel them on Saturday and I give them out on Sunday, so I email them to everybody on Sunday. So it keeps their daily and their 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 spirit spiritual practice going, and they get healing and all that stuff. So you find that there. I mean, what else will you find? Um, some um, you find out information about my Intuitive Angel Healing um, Academy. Uh, that's a six month training. You'll find. Um, access to private sessions with me, business coaching, which I love uh, coaching heart-centered entrepreneurs and helping them uh, really step into their mission with, with, uh, with, with awesomeness, you know? So um, I do a little, a little of all that stuff. Fantastic. Great. Great. Earth angels helping earth angels. Definitely wonderful work. Right. Yeah. Well, the I website is corinnegrillo.com, C-O-R-I-N, Grillo is G-R-I-L-L-O.com, and the book is The Angel Experiment, A 21-Day Magical Adventure to Heal Your Life. Corinne, this, this has been so much fun. It, it went by so fast. I thank you very much for your time tonight. Right. Yeah, I, I can definitely... 
I think I can feel yeah, that was a fun conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely feel the lightness of your energy and the angels you brought to the to the show tonight. So thank you so, so much. Oh, thank you guys. It's been such a pleasure to chat with you and, and to have some good, good conversation. But please, you know, if you're not talking to the angels uh, on the daily, today's the day to start. That's great. Well I said. love your 21 day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you, Corinne. You have a good night. Great. Thanks so much. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. Well, Tamara, the 21-day magical adventure to heal your life. I think I'm going to start today. <laughs> I think I think so. You know, um, I wanted to say, as a hypnotherapist, we always ta- say it takes 21 days to create a new habit. So I find it fascinating mm. that her angels knew that about the mind as well. You know, many times, you know, they come through with stuff that we don't even know, and they just blow our minds that it is, you know, science and spirituality are truly the same thing right so just of how the brain rewires itself so yeah very cool i i think this would definitely definitely be of assistance to you ryan and yeah. uh yeah i can't wait don't to we have the best with your angels what's that don't we have the best guests on this show i mean like we we say okay. it every week but but the, just like are cool the best, people yeah. that are just like so knowledgeable that just you just want to hang out with them, right? <laughs> then it's like, oh, you know. So maybe someday we'll all be together. But in this way, we were together in quantum time. No, that was that was a wonderful show as always. You you just booked the best ones, Ryan. Very good. I I, well, we we get lucky with them. We we certainly do. Got to do the research oh, to I find the best guests. Well, who do you think is helping you with that? Your angels. Angels. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. and our, you know, yeah. Well, and Raphael, she had talked about, you know, is the Christmas mm-hmm. angel. So I think that's beautiful that we talked oh, really? about the Christmas angel. And you, have you heard of the Christmas star? Jupiter and Saturn are going to be so close. They haven't been this close that they look like one star time before the winter solstice it would be a great time to you know wonderful time you know a lot of people call it advent i mean this has been a sacred time in many many cultures right before the winter solstice in our hemisphere so very sacred magical right we talked about the christmas magic so i love the topic topic of angels and because yeah it, it reminds us of our you know, our, where we first heard about them, you know, growing up. So love mm-hmm. it. Love it, love it. Good show pick, Ryan. Good topic. <laughs> this was a good one. Corinne, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, I was just going to tell you, you know how, you know, I'm I'm not a radio show person, but you are. So I, I forget I'm just not talking to my friend Ryan and I'm talking to the rest <laughs> of the universe, but we don't care about that, right? But um, right. did you see another, like, ovulus was found? Another monolith. Yes. Monolith. Yes, in, Excuse me. In, in, in yeah, like the Netherlands Romania? or something, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, I it, saw I know it, it real on briefly the on the post. news. Yeah. What's going on there, huh? 
<laughs> oh, and then a the one disappears and another one shows angels. up. Yeah, uh, before we go here, uh, I know we have a minute left. A friend of mine from Tennessee here sent me a Deer Hunters picture. I hope we can put some of these on the website. A Deer Hunters mm-hmm. picture that was caught on his deer cam of what looks like an angel or Jesus, like hanging around, no footprints, nothing leading up to it. Fascinating, fascinating picture. Mm-hmm. I'll have to send you that mm-hmm. one, too. So that was just on somebody's see that webcam. Oh, you'll believe you'll believe in something after you see it. It's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so many things can be photoshopped now, you know. You know, oh, they, they I look don't know real. about this one, man. You don't know about this one? Okay. No, it, <laughs> it sounds like it's just a guy on a hunter. It wasn't. It was just a guy that has Kentucky Hunters trail cam. You know, has a site. I don't know why he would put that out there unless you know. Obviously, yes. Anybody could walk around out there, but I think it's cool. Nonetheless, I'll send it to you. Okay, please do. <laughs> so you can post it up, we'll for, it up. So we can post it. <laughs> yeah, we'll post it on the website, ryanlindseyshow.com. Take a look at the website there for uh, for that picture. Uh, coming up on Friday, folks, Stacy Dicker will be our guest. We'll talk about psychstrology, uh, psychology and astrology, um, both in the same book. And then uh, Marla Goldberg on Monday the 7th. We will talk about uh, all things spiritual with her. And then on Wednesday the 9th, Regan Forston. We'll talk about past life regression. So uh, a lot of good guests coming up, Tamara. Good stuff. Good stuff. So well, remind people once ready again. Ready for bed. Yes. <laughs> ready for bed. Remind people once again how I they can get a hold of you if they'd like it, if if they'd like a uh, in-depth reading with you. How do they do that? Yeah, yeah. Well, they can find me, um, connect with you, or they can find me at um, Facebook, Mystic Sister Tamara Gleason, or Mystic Sisters Donna and Tamara. So yeah, I'm just you know people always find me somehow. So that's one of the ways. Or you can call or text. Six zero eight three two three zero one seven one, and we get you in according to placement. And it's been awfully busy, hence why I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you go to bed. You go to bed and dream about the angels. I will. <laughs> I, I, I ask them to surround me nightly. So, okay, take care, you guys. Very good. Great show. Thanks, Tamara. Thanks. All right. Have Bye-bye. a good night. Once again, folks, the uh, guest today was the Angel Experiment, uh, Corinne Grillo. The Angel Experiment is the title of the book, A 21-Day Magical Adventure to Heal Your Life. Take a look at her website. It's corinnegrillo.com, C-O-R-I-N for Corinne and Grillo, G-R-I-L-L-O.com. A lot of good information on the website. And then take a look at my website, ryanlindseyshow.com, for information on guests past, present, and future. You've been listening to The Ryan Lindsay Show. Visit ryanlindseyshow.com for more information. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.